Live from the Huntington Hilltop. Coming to you from the 12 by 12 across from the Irvine Speculum. In the morning, Nathan Penetration. In the morning, Brian Black. Thank you for your courage, Nathan Penetration. Thank you for your courage, Brian Black. I just moved my mic a little closer. Probably sound uh, different now. I, uh, I transitioned the mumble server to what I thought was going to be a really... Well, do you know the headset yeah. on? Oh, sorry about should that. I, <laughs> should I wait? No, we're good. All right. Uh, well, so I thought that when I transitioned the mumble server to a network load balancer on Amazon with UDP support, that it would end up creating this really cool mumble situation because we use mumble, the voice chat software to record. Uh, I thought I could have multiple mumble servers behind a load balancer and then it would fail over whenever one of the mumble servers went down. But it turns out the thing that I didn't test was when you get like three or more people in the server, the load balancer. What <laughs> seems stupid. What does a load balancer do? It balances the load. So you would connect to the same server that everybody else is in and you'd end up in an empty server. Yeah. That, that seems counterintuitive for something like mumble. Like, what's the point of that? <laughs> thank you it's a very lightweight like application too i don't think you need a, a powerful server to run the mumbles with you know whatever how many slots is this server i misunderstood the capabilities of what is known as a load balancer i understood that you did that when you had web resources but i thought that i could pick maybe um target group um load balance policies I, apparently not so i i ended up having to use dns failover just like where i started huh so i've gone full circle but now my mumble server is an ec2 instance which itself is full circle again because initially I moved off of AWS because of the the weird uh, voice dropping thing where we would be talking and recording the show and a word would just go missing. You remember that? Yeah, that was that was a while ago though. That was yeah. like when Yeah. I think that was two instance types ago. I think I was on a I T1. That's, I thought that's when you were running the server on uh didn't you have like some old P3 machine running? Oh man, that was like 10 years ago. Uh, I thought it was. I've been running the that. server for a long time. Okay. Yeah, and before that, that P three, that Pentium three was um, a Ventrilo server. Then that was it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I almost yeah. forgot about Vent. That's it's been so long since I used that. And the Is free that... license so it was limited to eight users. Did they still develop that? I think so. Yeah, they must. I think that their customer, the customer is actually the server host, not the user. So the server host will pay the per seat license every month. And the customer, like, what is it? It's probably $2 a month to get a vent server. I'm just guessing. I don't know. It seems like there's no uh, market share for them anymore because everybody's either on Discord or Mumble. 
or TeamSpeak. Discord in particular, because it's all web-based, which like eight years ago, I said, wouldn't it be a great idea if I could put a web front end to mumble and WebRTC was created and uh, audio, all the audio handling and all that stuff was integrated into the browsers and Discord took over. If you actually look at the public mumble I just, server I just list, don't, it's pretty limited. I just don't trust them. Like all your conversations are probably logged and stored in a server somewhere. No, they definitely are. Yeah, I don't trust them at all. Yeah, I'm happy with mumble. Mumble's kind of the end all be all as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I'm trying to look at the public mumble server list. And I'm not seeing... I run a, another public Mumble server. Okay, there's only one other public Mumble server that has a higher population than mine, which my other Mumble server has nine in it. You guys have only been in there once because it the automatic failover. Um, the other Mumble server that has 40 people in it is called Should I Go to Chipotle.com? <laughs> <laughs> If you're constipated, yes. Well, let's see what that website is. Let's consult the book of knowledge. Yes, ask again. You type faster than me. Yes, okay. So that's it. That's the whole website. That reminds me of Yobagoya from the League. The taste will destroy ya. <laughs> you heard that right yeah okay i didn't realize that in the background they have images of what the food is probably made out of and it's like a cow head with the horns on a fish's body <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great show it's yeah. funny that this little Shame easter egg over. only exists on the internet and it wasn't actually part of the show no, they did have a, I think there was an episode where they were like, he made like a, a a video of it and it was playing while the guy, his brother, the guy that's married to uh, the hot brunette in that show. This has definitely, this he's isn't like, a scrape from the show though. I thought this was playing like while he's. Click like, on that link. It's a perfect copy of the, the video. It's original quality. I'm watching it. This is it. Yeah, yeah. But that's not a scrape from the TV show. Oh. This is the full like song, not the partial, and it's not video from a screen. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, this is yeah. the original. They uploaded it. Somebody created a user called Juggalo Clown to <laughs> upload this video. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, like his brother's at the park, and he's sitting on a park bench, and all of a sudden, like, he has to have explosive diarrhea. <laughs> no, he's stuck in traffic. Uh, living my worst nightmare i'm gonna go yoba in my car <laughs> <laughs> and then he sprints out of the, this kid's in the car too so he can't shit in the car but he sprints out to the side of the road and the kid's teachers in traffic and recognizes him while he's shitting in the bushes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like that uh 
who's that comedian bobby lee have you seen did you see that video i don't i forgot who showed it to me but like he shit in his car because <laughs> he yeah. had nowhere else to go you remember that like and yeah. his, his wife or girlfriend is there like explaining how many clean it up i think we watched she it was. at a land party maybe he is he looks like the kind of guy that would do that like just shit in his car <laughs> i think there's a scene of him yelling yo we go yeah pretty sure this is it no. better than shit in your pants okay whatever that's too long <laughs> well just while we're briefly talking about shows letter uh letter kenny that oh man that, hilarious <laughs> that entire show is hilarious what should like, i search to find that uh it's a hulu original so i don't know if you have hulu but no but i can find the youtube thing what's the guy's oh, name uh, Stuart uh, shorzy shorzy letter kenny shorzy shorzy like bloopers shore s yeah like, i found it best of shorzy or shorzy compilation yeah give your balls a tug you tit fucker <laughs> <laughs> he's just at random places throughout the show he's like a member of the hockey team and like in one episode he'll be like just like he's in the shower doing upside down like watching his balls upside down doing like overhead presses <laughs> like i'm down here ri- ripping reps and my uh, or i was down here ripping ass so i might as well rip some reps too <laughs> your balls are tough fuck you sure is he fuck you riley fight me see what happens yeah what's gonna <sighs> I didn't realize. I think Roadhouse has been in the show on the show a couple of times. He comes in the mobile server and he he quotes this guy all the time. And this whole time, I never knew it. I didn't know it either. I just started watching the show like a month ago. It's fucking hilarious. I just like the Canadian. The way they talk is funny. Like the main character of the show, he is like the epitome of like a Canadian redneck. Just yeah. the way he dresses, the way he talks, like and he is also a thug and they have like organized like because it's a small town and he wants the title of being the toughest guy in Letterkenny, kenny so they'll just be talking hanging out in front of their house and just some random guy will drive up and wants to fight him and then they'll go fight and he'll kick his ass and it's just like it'll happen in random episodes um yeah and then there's this big fat guy that hangs out with him that always farts like everywhere they go then they have like rules, like etiquette for farting. <laughs> There's like an entire episode where he's just ripping ass in different parts, like in someone's house, shed, outside, and it's like he like it's never appropriate for whatever reason. There'll be like a girl nearby or like uh <laughs> they'll be at the dinner table <laughs> or whatever. Uh yeah, it's it's very juvenile humor, but it's like the Canadian uh, like point of view is really funny. I like shows. That's why. I, that's why I think I like British shows a lot, like British comedies, because it's like a different. It's different than the humor you like see, like experience in day to day life. It's just very different. So, it's interesting too. It's it's different but the same. It's like the same shit we would laugh at, but with a different twist on it. Is that an original show on Hulu? 
it was originally on like some Canadian, like it's like what happened with Strike Back, where it started like on. Oh, I missed that. I know I missed it. It's still on. Like they got they they continued it with a different cast. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I think the original guys made a cameo in a couple of episodes, but um. The yeah, guy's not crippled sh- from the sex swing in Thailand. Uh, you missed the whole season because of that. Oh, uh, well, I'm going to continue the myth that uh, he was injured in a, a sex swing on Th- in Thailand. Or maybe he was uh, almost, you know, <laughs> he almost <laughs> David Carradine himself. <laughs> <laughs> that was in Thailand. Really? Yeah. He was, <clears throat> excuse me, he was uh doing our autoerotic asphyxiation in the closet by himself and they like found no. him hanging in there yeah oh wow that makes it the story totally unbelievable then no I, seriously it th- this is how he died it's like listed on i know wikipedia isn't super reliable but the they would have pulled it down linked, linked for to wikipedia or wasn't true my point is well, first, I'll, I'll start with, have you seen The Americans? The I know show? what it is. I, ha- I haven't watched it. Okay, you can see it on Amazon Prime now. Uh, Prime Video. There's a scene where... Uh, oh, that's kind of a spoiler. Anyway, somebody is on a vacation, and these guys come in, and they literally just want to talk, but they spook this guy... And he sprints full speed through a window and impales himself on the giant, like, broken glass because it wasn't safety glass. And he bleeds out and dies. But his death was listed as an accident. And I think it was after the Black Hat Conference in L.A. or Los Angeles. No, uh, Las Vegas. Wait, wait, wait. Losing the context here. The Americans, I thought, takes place in, like, the 80s. It's a metaphor. Okay. And it's kind of the story is that the guy just acts. He fell through the window and and died. They don't know that there was like four thugs in the room that scared the shit out of him. He tried to jump to his death. Um, one of these uh, security researchers from the UK came to like the Def Defcon conference or Black Hat, and then I don't remember if he returned home. The point is he was in a hotel room. And they said that he committed suicide by zipping zipping himself into a uh, a bag, a suit like a a suitcase, like a duffel bag, something okay. like that. He zipped him. This is what they say. He zipped himself into the bag and then padlocked it on the outside. <laughs> to kill How himself. would you do that? <laughs> so. I have really small hands to get through the little <laughs> space that would be there. David Carradine choking himself to death and dying in Thailand. I don't know. I heard, I mean, apparently he was a, an abusive sex addict too. Oh, well, okay, never mind. And he's old. <laughs> what does that have to do with him choking himself to death? This is an old, old creep. He was uh, Bill in Kill Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to look at his wiki article a little more. Hmm. 
Um, New MacBook Pro. Yeah. So I was, I mean, you remember I was talking about the 13 inch and how I wanted one. Yeah. And but you were uh, angry that it's an older generation chip and then they updated it with an older generation chip. Yeah. And then they just randomly unveiled this. And so now I kind of want one again. Uh, <clears throat> it's eighth gen, so they're still behind, but it's 83% faster or up to 83% faster than the previous gen. Yeah. That's good. really good. I actually would consider um, something like that for work. That'd be good. 13 inch, nice and mobile. Get the like a Thunderbolt dock, and then I'd have everything hooked into the Thunderbolt dock, and then I can just roam around, like sit on the patio, anywhere. Yeah. <clears throat> they only do touch bar models now, too. They've completely eliminated the... Uh, non-touch bar lineup from the uh, MacBook Pro. And did you hear the rumor that they're going to go back on their keyboard choice? Go to like scissor switches instead of the uh, butterfly? Good. But I don't believe it. They went full retard on the touch bar, which requires that you look away from the screen. You look away from what you were doing down at the keyboard because it's not tactile you can't feel where your hands are you have to look or else you accidentally touch the wrong button and hit cancel or turn your brightness yeah, down it's that is annoying for sure and the way they place the escape like where they place it on the touch yeah, bar it's, it's not, not in the corner no it's not it's like in between the one oh and the God. tilde it's so infuriating yeah you know the touch bar is pretty useless but it's cool and it, it is like something that uh, I think separates the Mac from like any other high-end uh, laptop. I don't think it's useless. I don't know it's exactly what you'd use it for. If you have apps that integrate with it, like Photoshop. There's and, quite a few. Um, but as far as its core OS capabilities, it doesn't really do much. Except, you get a Siri button. That's really the only thing you get that the normal keyboard wouldn't already have. Yeah, and you never know where your volume buttons are anymore. Think about that. Yeah, there's no button; it's a slider. Yeah, and it can be it can be moved arbitrarily. How are you supposed to adjust yeah. the volume if you accidentally have porn open on your screen? <laughs> Clearly, there's a female designer at Apple that is well, controlling this keyboard. There's still you, there's still the command shortcut to mute that you can use, what? right? Isn't there a command key like command key combo to mute? No, not as far as I know. Sure, I'm pretty familiar with Mac keyboard shortcuts. I've never used one because most of the time that I've had a Mac, they had volume support in the keyboard. Even in iOS nine, I can't. Basically, the F keys were never used for F for functions, besides um, being remapped as some type of uh, controller button as in play pause or it wasn't play pause, but it was volume expose brightness, stuff like that. Hmm. I guess there isn't one. Okay. Well, yeah, that's shitty. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look into that because there must be a way where you can have a persistent corner Let's say you make it so the volume is always visible down there. Because that would be awkward. 
All it really takes is one site with ads. Right. Porn would be worst case scenario. That's solvable though. Just close the tab or don't look at it on your laptop. Yeah. Are you going to buy the, uh, the switch light? Is that what they call it? Yeah. I Nintendo switch. It is a, uh, gimped version of the switch, but I like that it's smaller. It's significantly smaller. It's lighter, has a little bit better battery life and, uh, the screen is smaller, so it has a higher pixel density. So technically, games will look better on that 720, 720p display, I think. Um, Does it have a fan? Cheap. I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. Mine but, has a fan. I hear it all the time. Huh. Wah. Yeah, it's. Do you ever dock it, or do you just play it? Uh... Um, mine collects dust and holds papers to the desk. Huh. Um. Oh yeah, I was talking to you before the show started about my car and how I'm disappointed in the gas mileage. And uh, channel Nate link to Mazdorsa.com. site that kind of tells you about the engine. It's an interesting design. They basically developed an engine that runs at super high compression, but it uses normal gas. So it's a, I think it's a 14 to 1 compression ratio, which is really high. That's like higher than most turbo cars. Um, but it's more complicated. It's got more moving parts. It has this weird fuel injection system. Anyway, I think uh, it's kind of like one of those cases where they engineered something to get, like, they basically engineered it to get better gas mileage, but in reality it doesn't. It probably gets worse gas mileage than your average two-and-a-half-liter four-cylinder. So they over-engineered it to pass a test. I think it's marketing gimmick. I think it's, they're just, our engine is better because it runs at a higher compression ratio. It makes more power and torque than most engines in the same class, but they market it as being more fuel efficient too when it's not, at least not from real world drivability. That sucks. Good thing it's a lease. Yeah. So, I don't know. Could be worse. Could have ended up in a Nissan, some shit box like that. Hyundai, Kia, whatever. God, Agri Company car is. Makes me appreciate, like, cars that are designed well versus cars that are designed to meet a certain demographic which is cheap people that don't care about their car having anything remotely comfortable or quality materials. Their only concern is base transportation and gas mileage. That's like what Hyundai's are made for and Kia's and Nissan's. So I like the car a lot. It's just, that's really the only negative 
You don't think Mazda's that way? I think all of their cars, at least their new cars, are far superior to what you get for the same price from Nissan or Toyota or really any of the other Japanese automakers. And they don't like a lot of car companies, they'll what they'll do is they'll and when they try to make a car look and feel premium for a cheap price, they'll make everything directly in front of you look good. Like they'll use better materials, like it'll look nice, but then you'll sit in the back seat and then it's completely different materials in the back. Like yeah. thinner door panels, cheaper materials. And like, I, that's, that's what it was like when I was test driving the Volkswagen, the Jetta, it was pretty obvious where they cut costs. Whereas in the Mazda, there's no discernible, like everything in the car looks and feels really nice and solid. They didn't cheap out. At least from what I was able to notice, like I've had the car for a month now and I, everything seems rock solid on it. Do you think there's a lower tier where they like cut out the the coasters or the uh, drink holders in the back and the air conditioning or uh, use fewer stitches or something on the leather? I don't think so. Not from what I've seen. Um, I think they need to streamline their manufacturing process. They probably don't have to pay as much for their manufacturing. I mean, the car is made in Japan, so you would think a car made in Japan is going to cost more than a car made in Mexico. But pretty much any car that you're going to get nowadays that's like under twenty grand is going to be probably made in Mexico. Doesn't matter who makes it: Volkswagen, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, even Mazda. I think the three, the sedan, is made in Mexico, whereas the hatchback, the one I have, is made in Japan. They have like two facilities there. I'm looking at the site, the Sky Active thing on MazdaUSA.com. And you scroll down and you can see, it looks like a, I guess the guy's Japanese. But he's wearing one of those funny little, like, uh, factory worker hats that they use in China. Yeah, he looks very Chinese. <laughs> Are they using Chinese he looks like he's under or something? Like he, I don't know, he looks like he's under too. He looks like he's under duress. <laughs> <laughs> like behind that dress, there's like a guy with a gun or something. <laughs> he's already hooked up to something. Like maybe they're drugging him. And those aren't just motion capture probes. It's more like if you escape, we blow up the your spinal cord or something. So they send 50,000 volts through yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, electrocution. <laughs> He's just, sta- he's just staring like he's got like the thousand yard stare thinking of his family and stuff. <laughs> uh, That's a good spot to end. All right. Bringyourwallet.com slash contact for feedback and suggestions. Bringyourwallet.com slash donate to support the show. Share the show.